Welcome to the SMT Marketing Podcast. Today's episode, Going to Zero, Part 2. Greetings. Hey, Dave Larson here. Got another moving podcast for you today, my friends. Today we're covering going to zero, talking about moving from an office to no office, completely releasing that. So last time we made that decision about three months ago and our lease was up and we decided we're not going to renew that we've been working remotely for quite a long time, some of the employees, but when we were forced into the three-month test for everybody, it went so easy that we decided we're just going to make this leap. So we definitely had some challenges and we covered those last time, the big challenges that we had, but the one that remained is what are we going to do for an address? that we didn't really want to use a home address that we just going to don't really want that out there. I mean, it's not like we're incognito or anything like that or witness protection program. <laughs> it's just that it, it, we, it looks like a residential address. So we said, well, we're going to try and get a, a business mailing address because we need it for search engines and other purposes as well. So here are some the options when we investigated them. In case you're contemplating a move like this yourself, here, here's a pretty good synopsis of what you're going to run into. So the choices are an executive suite or sometimes called a co-working space. So you've got that, you've got virtual offices, and those are basically a, a mail and a conference room. So they'll handle your, get your mail and give you a conference room if you need it. You've got virtual mailboxes. So those are different types of services where they'll, you just handle your mail. And then you got the USPS, the United States Postal Service. PO boxes. So those are like your four big choices and there may be more out there, but in our time we had to dig for these. So we'll tackle them first and kind of tell you how they sorted out, at least in our beady brains. How's that? So we've got the executive suite is the first one and there are giant companies like Regis out there is one of the best known ones. Like I think they're national and there may be others, and I, I don't know, but the Regis is pretty well known, at least here in the South, and, and I understand in the Northeast. So we've got that, and the pros of an executive suite is it is actually an office that you have a receptionist, and they have like coffee and after-hour parties and conference rooms and the services there, and that's all great. And, and the, the cons are usually they want you to use their equipment, their phones and all that kind of stuff. And some of them wouldn't accept packages, uh, being delivered there. 
Uh, they just would said that like I don't know if they're thinking that there's a liability if they sign for something, but they just wouldn't do it, which I thought was kind of interesting. And there, uh, we found out this very here's the part on the post office that kind of blew the mind that there are no actual suites in these. Uh, executive suites some of them have them but a lot of them don't that uh it's one big address for the place and they give you like a little internal suite but as far as the post office is concerned it's one big fat address and if you decide to move guess what you can't forward your mail because you would have to move everybody's mail they the like they deliver it to the one location and the the mail sorters can't sort your mail separately so beware of that coming in cuz that means if you need to leave you've got to make sure everybody gets the you know the memo that you've changed addresses and updates it that if they forget there's mail you're not going to see <laughs> so that wasn't good cuz we don't know what the future holds and we were you know, concerned about that. So other cons, when we went looking at these that, you know, they're renting out space. So they kind of were jammed in there and, and that, that wasn't a good thing that there was a, it was, you know, a high density of humans in there, which if you're trying to flee the COVID, it's not exactly what you're looking for. So we had had that. So for us, you know, we answer our own phones. We didn't need the receptionist, you know, don't drink a lot of coffee or in fact, I don't drink it at all and no alcohol. So like the, those were heavy benefits, you know, they, they got to build in the price and we're not going to take advantage of them. The COVID concern from the tiny hallways and the people jammed in there and the mail not being forwarded. And it was can be a pretty good buck that, you know, like a single office can be eight hundred dollars. So we decided to pass on that option. So the next one up was the virtual office. Now, a lot of these are the same people that they offer you a scale down option, the pros. And that's the you got your mail and conference room and it's fairly reasonable. This is much less expensive to to do this. Usually it's, you know, I don't know what, if they're all similar, but somewhere between uh, $40 and $99 we, we were seeing. So, but the same cons existed that, you know, wouldn't accept packages and that it was even more so with the receptionist and you're crammed in there and they only function during business hours. So you under the virtual office, you don't get a key. So you can't come in and get your mail after hours because you're not like allowed to be in there. So some of them let you in after hours if you've got a ver- executive suite, but not a virtual office. So that was pretty standard. So for us, the virtual office, you know, we need an occasional delivery. And if they won't sign for it, that's no good. I don't want them sending the package back. I mean, come on. And no, you know, after our keys and the COVID concerns and the mail can't be forward, that was really the deal killer and just decide to pass on that. So 
Anyway, we'll move on to the next option. The next option is called a virtual mailbox that um, companies like mailboxes, etc., anytime mailbox and the UPS store are what some of the companies offering the virtual mailbox. The, the pros are, and this was pretty cool, that they you get mail that they can scan it and email it to you. And you can either tell them to dump it or you've got the scan mail. And some of them will even deposit checks so you don't even have to go down there. That was pretty cool and they were reasonable. I think they were kind of in the same neighborhood as the virtual office, um, you know, starting squinty out about $40 and, and going up to 99 as well. And, uh, I think these folks, you could have your mail forwarded later that it actually, they have some kind of special thing with the post office where they let them slice it and dice it. So there was a benefit to, to that, the cons are, you know, it's limited hours, you know, business hours, closed holidays, and we just didn't like Google Maps. You know, if you use that as your address, it shows the mailboxes, etc., wherever you're you're at. So going out, you know, that was interesting, but you know, we weren't going to use the scan services and. You know, Google used to penalize you for having an address at one of these places. So we were a little concerned about that. Uh, there was none really close by to us. So, and it just, you know, we're thinking, do, do we need to pay $40 a month to handle mostly junk mail? <laughs> and in the end, the answer to that was probably not. So we passed on that one. So lo and behold... We got the the United States Postal Service in the P.O. box. So the pros of that is it's very reasonable. They're always open. You can get your mail fast because they, they're right there at the post office. Bam. I mean, it goes into the box. They said 930 in the morning. So that was pretty cool. And many locations. So you pick the one near you. You can forward your mail later if you have a P.O. box. And they will take deliveries, believe it or not. They have a key, and you have to um, use the the street address. So I did not know this. We'll give you some of the things we found out in just a moment. And the cons that it is the public, so there could be COVID people coming and going, but it's pretty well open, and we're going. If you wear a mask in there, you can be in and out in seconds. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, so we were going, uh, even though it's public, it's like not, a, we picked a smaller one that doesn't have a ton of traffic there. I just hope they stay open. <laughs> they don't close that one, please. Donald Trump, don't close that one. All right. So then we had the cons are, you know, it's, it's the post office, so there's always some paperwork to get set up. And, of course, we got it set up, and then it said, okay, tell it you need to forward the mail, and it didn't recognize our address, so had to go back down there. <laughs> so some challenges to get it set up. But once you get it set up, it should work fine. 
So for us, our needs were are, are modest. You know, we need the mail and we want access to it on our schedule, not, not when we're told we can have access to it because we never know when we're in the area. Location is reasonably close and you can forward the mail if we leave. So, so some of the things we found out is that if you want to have your package sent there, that they will accept it. That some, you know, some services uh, like places you would order from don't deliver to a P.O. box. And with this being the case, you use the street address. And I thought that was that was pretty good. You know, the that the the fine folks at the USPS will accept your package and then they put it a uh, key in your box and then you have a giant box for your packages. So it can work out. Though I probably won't use that much if if at all but if somebody's sending to us that at least it's nice to know that it's there as an option in fact since i don't want to split hairs between do you send the p.o box where it only takes letters or use the street address which delivers to your p.o box so we just decided we're going with the street address for everything and that way you can send packages if you wish so it 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 should work fine and the one last hur- hurdle is, you know, if Google is cool with it, I certainly hope that they are. We're going to find out, and I'll let you know if if it's uh, a bad thing in a later podcast <laughs> that we hope we don't lose our Google ranking because we did move to a post office with, the, you know, in the same city. So hopefully they will accept that a- as well. So we'll see if that if that works out. So if our office looks strangely like the post office, that's because it is. We were going to use the post office, the P.O. box, so people wouldn't even go looking because they know it's the post office. But when we found out about the street address option for packages and stuff, we thought, well, let's use that instead. That's what I have for you today, my friends. Be sure to subscribe to the SMT Marketing Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are heard. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.